hello, hello. I'm Monica Sancio Vegan, fit, energizing you to be fit, healthy, happy, and free. I'm feeling great. I'm in my bikini sitting in my office and I just created some videos about how to stay fit at your office. And in this audio, in this podcast, I'm going to talk about plant-based diets promoting healthy gut. A healthy gut starts with what you eat, what you drink, what you think. And yes, we are emotional beings, so our mood is also going to affect our gut and vice versa. Our gut affects our mood and we want to have a very healthy gut, don't you? Yeah, we've talked about this before and I have even done some podcasts on very scientific papers. In this case, we are talking about the reference called The Effects of Vegetarian and Vegan Diets on Gut Microbiota, Front Nutrition, published online April 17, 2019. And here on PRCM.org, Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, we have a summary of it. Plant-based diets promote healthy gut microbiome. High-fiber vegan diets promote healthful and stable gut bacteria. Did I say bacteria? Yes, those bugs. <laughs> but we're talking about the good ones, the good guts, the good gut bacteria, the good bugs. Anyway, so let me read this, okay? Once again, high-fiber vegan diets promote healthful and stable gut bacteria according to a review published in Frontiers in Nutrition. Increased intake of fiber and other plant components associated with plant-based diets increase the growth of beneficial bacteria that reduce inflammation and cardiovascular disease risk. Fiber also increases short-chain fatty acids linked to improved immunity and improved intestinal function. These conclusions indicate that diet contributes to healthful microbiome diversity more than any other factor. And a plant-based diet is the most effective means to ensure optimal gut health. That's it, period. That's it, the end of my recording. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm back with an article that really complements it. So stay tuned and I'll be right back. Okay guys, so now we're gonna switch to the tab that I had reserved for you and I've been meaning to make this podcast woo, a long time ago when I referred to the coffee and the olive oil being good for you and good for your gut and of course everybody's different and I am for instance diminishing I would say yeah cutting back on coffee a little bit meaning that instead of two full cups I'll have two half cups something like that so yeah, I am making changes and I feel so much better. And that's what I encourage you to do, to try out these foods that we're gonna be naming and see how you feel and write it down. In fact, I'm starting my journal once again because I always write things down on a notebook and I have to get new notebooks, by the way. And you're supposed to use these uh, yellow notepads, the ones I used to use a long time ago. They're supposedly really, really good for successful entrepreneurs so yeah I'm getting some of those too anyway the point is to write down what you eat what you drink and that's one of my recommendations as a fit life coach and if you're interested in my system let me know because uh, my system is really a system that is exclusive to each person so I don't like those blanket statements nor those you know half-truths and pseudoscience applied I will always tell you look 
my intuitive thinking believes this and this and that. And in my opinion, we should all be vegan. Yet, I know how people are resistant to changing their style, their uh, style of eating, their culture, their lifestyle in general. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, background information that I get and I love to check science and my good friend Chris, uh, the number one sponsor, thank you so much, my loving mirror is a reminder of the fact that sometimes I think something is true because I read it someplace and then he's like, hey, you know what? This is what's really happening or this is not proven or did you know that the Impossible Burger, he told me today, is like it's it's sold at Burger King but it seems like they're using the same frying uh, platforms, uh, is that how you say it? Um, the same skillets and I hope they change that really fast because you know I don't want to disappoint anyone if, with the fact that you can actually get the Impossible Burgers and the plant-based, all the vegan varieties of anything that you want and anything that you like, not just the meat that you're so accustomed and used to because of your past conditioning. We all had it, right? So I've been a vegan for eight years. I wish I had known sooner and before that, you know, we're actually helping the planet now by being vegan, but yeah. It's like, I can't take back time, but what I can tell you is always, always check the sources. And that's why I give you the scientific sources of this information. And remember, remember that, you know, sometimes you actually have to dig for scientific information proving that a plant-based diet, a high fiber one at that, is the best for our gut microbiome. It really is. The thing is that it really goes against the not only the culture, but you know, politics, because they're always gonna be, you know, uh, I don't even wanna talk about that, but basically the government usually lies to us, and I was lied to all my life, and I fell for it, and I was recommending what the government would recommend to eat, and you know, uh, you really have to dig deep, and, and besides reading here and there and finding your truth, okay, and I believe we have to respect everybody's beliefs, like I could tell you, look, I'm really, really sad about a family member that is not open to new ideas. And, you know, going through this and that that was diagnosed, supposedly. And, you know, sometimes we create disease by being worried and worried and worry over worry and that just makes a mess. But anyway, uh, toxic environments included. And well, the fact is that worrying about that guy is not gonna get him to be healthier. All I can do is hand him my love, my light, my, my healthy vibes. I can send him, you know, my best wishes. And of course I can pray for him to be open to new possibilities of healing through, yes, meditation for instance. Okay, because the fact is that whether you use uh, swimming in a pool as your active meditation, which is one of the ideas, you could do Tai Chi, you could do running as your meditation. I mean, there's way many more ways to meditate than just to sit still with, your, with a straight back. That's not it. That's not it for me, even though I do that almost every day. What I mean is that there's infinite possibilities of healing, just like there are infinite possibilities of thinking, but wouldn't it be great? And I'm gonna be aware of the but, because on my last podcast that I heard myself, I'm like, oh my goodness, I said too much of that. So I wanna say more and. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I love to be self-aware and always correcting myself, and at the same time, letting myself make mistakes letting you guys see some of my own darkness and my own mistakes and my own um, 
you know, I'm not going to talk about all my regrets because I think we all have them, even if we might not admit to them. The point is that we can be way healthier, way happier, and definitely way fitter if we let go of our old beliefs and our old ways of looking at things. Like I, I consider my dad suffered endless years, decades of suffering with the Parkinson's, only diagnosed by a neurologist with a bunch of medications. And yes, I understand the point that, you know, we have like a, a field of practice in medicine that, you know, only goes for the medicine and for the prescription and the surgery and the diagnosis that's like fatal, basically. It's like, okay, now you're basically gonna die in life because you can't do anything and all you have to do is take all these medications. And yes, I am including some rants in my talks, even if I am also reading an article, because it's my comment and it is my belief and in my opinion, most people waste too many years, not only not living their own life, but also living in a sick way, in an unhealthy way, because they didn't look for possibilities. And I love my dad to death. I mean, and you see, I didn't say that. And at the same time, it's like, okay, you see, I don't even like the word should. I didn't even tell you what you should do. I invite you to do your research in science. I invite you to not believe everything at face value. Do not believe everything I say. Do not believe in anything anybody says. It's like, try it for yourself. You're like, you know, I just had a really, in fact, I have some here, super nutritious smoothie. And I have tons of herbs in it. I even added some aloe vera. And I noticed that my elimination was fantastic yesterday because of the aloe in my smoothie. And this time I added avocado to it and flaxseed and yes, herbs like go to cola that I have in my yard. I have another one that's called Flor Escondida. I have to remember the botanical name for it because I'm sure you can find it someplace dried in a, in a capsule form, but I do have it in my garden so I'm really happy in that sense and I have cilantro so it's like I have my health in my garden I even picked some mint and basil and I haven't even started it's like I don't even dedicate much time to gardening and if I did I'd have like everything to eat directly from my yard I prefer eating my my weeds basically they they're like weeds because <laughs> they grow so well and now that it's raining it's fantastic i would rather have my own weeds from my own yard without any pesticides without any chemicals you know none of that uh, poison uh, non-gmo and basically happy to be eating directly from the earth so when i say guys eat whole foods i recommend that you eat more whole more more directly from the source is that's really what i mean so you know i believe that yes my health is in my smoothie my health is in my practice of yoga of meditation of everything else i do my health is in me being in flow and i also realized that i was forcing myself to certain schedules and certain activities and certain ways of being and, and you know even calls that I had to drop not that I just dropped the call but that I I decided not to keep calling certain people on certain moments because you know basically without even wanting to some people just bring you down so I'm here on this level of Woo this is life I love it Woo! yeah and then you talk to someone and you're like oh dear this is not feeling so well you know what I mean so I I this is interesting because a friend of mine a good one uh, she's someone whom I really appreciate she told me something like oh you're at a mountain and I don't want you to come down to the mountain to help me 
and I think that's all relative but I am willing to go down anywhere as long as you are willing to come up to the mountain if that's what we're gonna call it but in any case I have so many more mountains to climb if that's the case and we may all be at a certain mountain in certain aspects of our lives I don't believe um, that we are ever done in our lives but you know the most important and fascinating thing for me is to be alive to be joyful to be happy and not have a headache for instance and I think I was getting some headaches and even some migraines because of, of connecting to, to certain people's energies and certain people's uh, moods and you know I guess I'm very very sensitive so now even though I love them I have had I decided to just have my healthy boundaries. So yeah, once again, I talk about relationships because we love, especially as women, to connect to people. I go to the supermarket wherever I go. I said supermarket because most of us shop groceries and, and uh, let's say uh, some packaged things like brown rice that I don't grow in my yard. <laughs> we go to the supermarket to get it, right? And I love talking to everyone, not only the cashiers and the people who help me out, but also just anybody randomly who says hi and I might smile at everyone even though not everyone will smile back or will talk to me. Anyway, so yes, I am very social and outward going, uh, I would say, yeah, an extrovert most of the time, but I also love my silence. And in the videos that I made yesterday about how to stay fit at your office, I talked a bit about solitude. I don't know if I did that just in the Spanish version, but yes, I mentioned it because we all need times to, ah, here it is, here it is. And you know, some darkness might come out, some some anything some of your non-mind it's like you're not your mind right and some of that mind that's not my own is going to come up too but isn't it fantastic when we can just let everything pass and and I'm just learning to do that you know and I've been very uh, by the way let me just mention him I've been very much influenced by the speeches that I have watched on YouTube by Kyle C's and I'm about to watch the movie The Illusion of Money and I believe that yes a long time ago even my dad told me oh my goodness I'm talking about my dad again and you know the point being that you know to close uh, that that thought over there even though I like to leave most of my thoughts open-ended because it's to be continued to be continued reflecting on them and also to invite you to have your own criteria and what do you think about this maybe you can leave me a voice message that would be so cool and you could always message me wherever we are connected and that's super cool yes I haven't been on social media maybe that's why I'm so happy and so relaxed right now too because uh, social media is really not that good for your health for the most part and we use it yes we use it we can connect and uh, many things but anyway about my dad's uh, prescriptions killing him yes I believe that to the heart even though other people would call me crazy or just not believe in me and you know we had some fights in the past but sometimes you just can't be resisting resisting people want to do whatever to their bodies that's their body right and their family is their family and the caretaker I wasn't the number one caretaker so if my mom wanted to keep doing that and my dad agreed there's a codependency there and unfortunately I first of all it's not my business and all I could do is hey I'll inspire you and uh, to do this and if you're not inspired to drink these smoothies and uh, basically drink smoothies to your health and drink uh, all the amazing 
the teas that I'm also recommending to you, the herbal teas and the vegan high fiber food that we're recommending in this podcast. That's okay. I mean, if you're not inspired, fantastic. But I know that there's someone inspired. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening up to this point. I bet you are curious. And I am pretty sure that somehow you have either felt my energy through my voice or seen me in the videos and or, you know, I'm not writing very much lately, but I used to write so much. And in fact, that's part of my story. I used to be a good, really, really good writer. So I got, I, in fact... Oh, okay, you see, that's one of the ways that I pressure myself. It's like, oh, you're not doing the writing, Monica. It's like, okay, let it go. It's like, for now, that's not my main objective. I am doing my podcast right now, and tonight, between tonight and tomorrow at dawn, I have to have my new video up because I said one new video weekly. And how does this sound with my microphone? I hope it does. So anyway, there's lots of paradigms in this world, and we have to shift them, I consider, if we want a better life. And if we want to move on from what our past people did, even in our families, it's like I, I forgive everyone and I forgive myself for believing differently. But now that I am renewed and I have renewed my mind, I wouldn't go back ever. So if these people don't listen, that's okay. If these family members don't listen, that's all right. If they don't see me, if they don't understand, that's cool too because they have their own path. And they have to get to their own lows. But I know for a fact that this works for me. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking with such conviction from the heart. So I'll be right back with the article, you guys. I love you so much and thank you so much for listening. Woohoo! Let's take a little break and drink to your health. Mmm, delicious smoothie. Wow, hi, I'm so happy to be alive, to be back, to be healthy, to be fit, and yes, to be in movement and in action and in the middle of many challenges and at the same time, many awesome opportunities of growth, and I hope you are too. And even though this is not the beginning of my podcast, it's like the re-beginning because I actually took a long pause, almost like an hour here and there, and I am timing myself because I decided to be checking every single day where my time is going and where I can freeze some time. Like I told you at the beginning, I have let go of certain phone calls that no longer serve me, basically. And I am now connecting to what does help me and what does help the world and what even is producing, guess what? Less stress and more income. Ooh, I like those results, okay? So I'm documenting them here within my podcast, which is usually serving not just you, but sometimes it serves me kind of as therapy. So I get everything out and I tell you I am not perfect and I am in this journey as you are and you may be a vegan much younger than I am and I congratulate you for that. You may be a better vegan because now you're conscious of where everything comes from. Even your cell phones, your clothing, your books. I'm just looking at my computer right now because I'm going to keep reading the article that I told you about. But yes, I am so happy that so many people are now realizing and so many doctors all over the world. Vegan Oh, by the way, let me give you the source. Vegan Good News is what I call it. But it's like, wow, I am now retweeting their stuff because, uh, yes, it's just that there's so many sources of great information. And besides those um, amazing people that are always giving us good news for um, vegans and people who are going vegan and the world and the planet being better because of it, I have right here in front of my 
eyes, Garden of Vegan, which I just discovered, I didn't know it, and I was uh, looking at why plant-based, and I'll just read you what uh, Dr. T. Colin Campbell, PhD, said. A plant-based diet is more likely to produce good health and to reduce sharply the risk of heart problems, cancer, diabetes, osteoporosis, gallstones, and kidney disease. You see? Okay, there's a doctor, there's a PhD, but there's so many uh, just coming together, and I love that. I love the possibilities of small group of vegans actually making a difference where they are. And in this moment, I can't say that my vegan movement is making such a difference locally, but I know it is globally. So, you know, as I said at the beginning, if some people are not listening to you, they're not interested in your message, they're not open to receiving it either, either, nor evaluating it, nor seeing past their past, because guess what? We all had some programming, but what if we're open to new ways of thinking and just letting go of the past stories, letting go of the past programming, and that's where I'm at when it comes to personal development. And yes, fitness and health are absolutely associated with what we are thinking because everything is seriously connected. I'm connected to you as you are connected to me just by listening to me. Somehow you're getting in this moment I could say my high energy and you're hopefully getting the inspiration to go vegan, to go fit, to go healthy, to go happy, to go joyful, to go at your pace. Step at a time, whatever you decide to do, Monday for instance is Meatless Monday for some people who are not going vegan yet but you are leaning into it and as I say at the end of my podcasts and videos, go more plant-based, eat and drink mostly plant-based towards vegan so you can go towards that result okay so back to the original article that I have for you and I'm gonna be reading it and it's funny because it says a 13 minute read I don't know because I might not read that fast but here it is why healing your gut and keeping your gut happy is essential for good health this already has 625,056 readers, yay! By Hannah Sentenac, published on February 27th, 2018. And the summary is this, why is gut health so important? And let's say you have to do something, okay, just take the summary and you come back for the whole article, which is super interesting and it's gonna give you an idea of what to eat, what to drink, how to make all this theory actually into your practical nutrition which is how I like to call it and you don't have to be a chef and you don't have to be perfect at it like I always say you know but this is a summary why is gut health so important and what are the best foods for gut health get answers so you can heal your gut stay regular and achieve good health I love it when someone suggests you should go with your gut they're more right than you probably realize thanks to a whopping 40 trillion bacteria perpetually hard at work your gut helps power your entire body. Why gut health is important for your body and your mind. The gut is composed of a whole host of microbes that affect your physiology and keep your body and brain functioning as they should. As studies tell us, these gut microbes affect the way you store fat, how you balance levels of glucose in your blood, and how you respond to hormones that make you feel hungry or satiated. The wrong internal mix can set the stage for obesity and other health issues later in life. Scientists have also found that gut bacteria produce neurotransmitters that regulate your mood, including serotonin, dopamine, and GABA. Researchers have also discovered that a nervous system in your gut, known as the second brain, 
communicates with the brain in your head. It also plays a role in certain diseases and in mental health. In other words, the wellness of both your body and your brain depend on your gut health. back. How are you? How are you feeling? Do you love this topic? I do. This is from foodrevolution.org, best foods for gut health, and we're on the part where I said the wellness of both your body and your brain depend on your gut health. Did I say your body and brain depend on your gut health? Yes, I did. Good gut bugs, in quotes, and how to get them. And it has a really cute caricature, a very cute picture, by the way. I'm gonna be linking this article to you so that you can have it. Oh my goodness, am I am. I was a little bit far away from the mic, but I hope that you did get it. Otherwise, I'll just uh, recap that yes, we are on foodrevolution.org. You will get the link. You will even get to see this cute little microbe being the good gut, the good gut bug. Okay, positive bacteria are often called healthy gut bugs, in quotes. Good gut bugs help your body digest and absorb nutrients, synthesize certain vitamins and rally against intruders such as the flu and toxic forming carcinogens. Oh my goodness, that was a little bit of a tongue twist. Toxic forming carcinogens. That reminds me of my project on cancer. And yes, anything that produces cancer is called carcinogenic. Yet, uh, yeah, I'd like to talk more about health and fitness than what happens when we don't. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's continue with the good gut bugs. In the wise words of David Perlmutter, MD, a healthy microbiome translates into a healthy human. So how can you keep your digestive system feeling good and functioning optimally? What are the best foods for gut health? Think fiber, fermentation, and nutrient-dense foods. Yay, I love those and I eat them on a daily basis. No wonder I'm pretty good at that. But I'm a work in progress, as I always tell you, when it comes to my training, my fitness, my health, my, my nutrition, my attitude. So I'm always gonna be telling you about my challenges and how I'm improving on this and that. And yes, yeah, sometimes instead of improvements, we go kind of back. It's like sometimes we feel like we take three steps forwards and one step back. Hopefully not too many more back. But yes, life happens, right? And things get in the way. In fact, I got some distractions and things that I actually had to do, including taking care of my doggies that needed some attention. And I'll probably walk them, most possibly walk them after this. So anyway, let me continue because I'd love to tell you what's going on and where I'm coming from because eventually there's going to be this artificial intelligence actually reading every blog post in the world and we won't need humans to even read anything I guess. <laughs> That's what I'm visualizing what's going to happen. So I think that more human or human that we are and that we express ourselves from the heart the more we're going to actually be differentiating ourselves from the artificial intelligence and the bots. That's what I think, in my opinion. What about you? What do you think? So, let's see, let's see, let's see. Da -da 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 -da. How the foods you eat help or hurt your gut. When it comes to maintaining your microbiome at its healthiest level, nothing is more important than what you eat and drink. Yay! The internal environment of your gut is dictated by what you put in your mouth. So the foods you choose to eat are a crucial component of maintaining gut health. 
The good news is even a lifetime of bad eating is fixable, at least as far as your microbes are concerned. Amazingly, your body can create a new microbiome in as little as 24 hours just by changing what you eat. What you eat determines which bacteria thrive in your gut. And research tells us that the good gut bugs get stronger when fed colorful plant-based foods. Bravo! A 2014 study published in the Journal of the Proceedings in the Nutrition Society of the Nutrition Society found that vegetables, grains, and beans fed a positive gut environment, but meat, junk food, dairy, and eggs fed a negative gut environment. So let's look at this. If you don't believe me, that's okay. Just click on this and you can see the journal that found this. So vegetables, grains, and beans, guys. That's what I'm eating. Probiotics and prebiotics, two gut healthy compounds. These two terms, probiotics and prebiotics, are becoming more widely known, so you've probably heard them. Probiotics are beneficial good gut bugs, and prebiotics are food for these bacteria. You can get both probiotics and prebiotics by eating the right foods. Probiotics are found in fermented foods as well as in some supplements, and prebiotics are found in certain fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. The most central prebiotic of all is, guess what? Fiber. The fabulousness of fiber, why it's critical for gut health. Oh, what a beautiful picture here from the Food Revolution Network. You guys are doing an amazing job. If you ever listen to my podcast, I'm not interviewing anybody at this moment in this, um, let's say, stage of my podcast because anything can evolve. I used to interview doctors, nutritionists, therapists, athletes, uh, people who had improved their health and were examples of no excuses. And I've done that, been there, done that on TV, actually. And I love that learning experience, but you see, I said, but, and I love, I love doing that for so many years. But in this moment, you see, I said, but again, see, that's why it's really good for me to be here, unfiltered, unlisted. Oh, no, I'm not kidding. I mean, this is actually going public, but uh, you see, I said, but again, and then I get mad when I see it in other people. It's like, why are you saying, but so many times? Sometimes we're not talking about the butt that, okay, that where I'm sitting on right now in a yoga position, actually, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm having a great posture now, but I am correcting. You see, again, I said, but it's not that you're never going to say, but it's like, okay, I want to go to the party, but I don't feel well, or I'd rather do something else. I'd rather stay in with you, <laughs> whatever it is. Yet, I consider that our language is filled with limiting beliefs and limiting, mm, everything, limiting words and limiting phrases and therefore I'm going to do my best from now on to say more and and less of what I said before. Yes, we can exercise for our butt with a double T and we can go do the squats and the lunges and the leg lifts and everything that we can. In fact, I just got up from my chair and my stool actually that doesn't have any back support, which is something that I explain in my future uh, very soon to come videos that I actually made yesterday and sometimes they take a long time to upload for uh, Wi-Fi reasons and uh, it sounds like an excuse yet I haven't solved that piece of the puzzle so yes I'm figuring out how to do things and this is interesting because I love the figureoutable philosophy in which you actually solve things and 
uh, how can you define, figure out? Yet there are people like I mentioned, Carl Sees, who says that to figure out is to be on the mind, to be mentally. It's like all intellectual. It's like okay, you know, uh, I'm thinking prefrontal cortex. I'm thinking left brain, rational, logical thinking. And he's more into hey, let's get out of our mind. Let's go to our hearts. What is our heart telling us? And how are you feeling about it? <laughs> oh dear. So I'm going to take a little break here and I'll be right back. Oh wow, I love this picture as I said and I will continue on the fabulousness, fabulousness fabulousness of fiber, why it's critical for your gut health. While people tend to get up in arms about protein consumption, there's another nutrient that's more worrisome as far as deficiency risk, fiber. Approximately 97% of Americans get at least the recommended amount of protein, but only around 3% of Americans get the recommended 40 grams of fiber they need per day. And fiber is the most crucial ingredient for gut health. Fiber feeds the good bacteria we've been talking about, so it's vital to eat fiber-rich foods as often as possible. Our microbes extract the fiber's energy, nutrients, and vitamins, including short-chain fatty acids, which can improve immune function, decrease inflammation, and protect against obesity. Before I read the next part of this amazing article by the Food Revolution Network, whom I applaud and whom I would love to interview, maybe in the future, who knows, I really love those connections, both on my podcast and on my website, on my YouTube channel. I used to do a lot of hangouts with people that I would interview, and uh, like I said, who knows, I'll do it in the future, and right now it's not a priority, at least until... I would say July of next year. <laughs> People laugh, yet, you know, talk about the prefrontal cortex of planning and programming and reasoning and, you know, basically judging things. Uh, you know, we're supposed to not be very judgmental, but we all judge in order to even make a decision. It's like, am I going to have this sandwich or this sandwich? Obviously, I'm going to have the vegan sandwich that is way more nutritious and full of fiber and I will continue on with this and I also remembered that I had mentioned my dad when it comes to loving what you do and coming from the heart he always said only do what you love girl and when I even considered hey should I move to this country and I would a long time ago I would use should a lot and I was like oh, this is the thing that I have to do no matter what and you know there's always a and I would say an infinite possibility of you changing, evolving, and what you loved 10 years ago is not what you love right now. Yet he was so smart and so wise, my dad. I love you, daddy. <laughs> I love you wherever you are right now. Rodolfo is his first name. Um, yes, he passed four years ago. And, uh, well, I remember the best of him as well as the darkness that he went through. I talked about that in a previous um, part of this episode. And I have mentioned that before because the darkness is where he wasn't doing what he loved. He wasn't eating what he loved necessarily. He wasn't exercising what he loved and doing the sports that he used to do and everything. And this is not for my dad. It's just an example and it's part of my story of what moves me to do what I love is that you can never stop doing what you love. 
So I hope for you that you don't have to take any medications in your life that are going to hinder you from really being at your best, okay? And I really hope that you take the practice that I didn't invent, it's not that I'm so wise, Hippocrates, and go to whomever you respect, like the PhD doctor that I mentioned before, Dr. Campbell, find someone who really, really knows the truth, okay? And maybe no one has the perfect 100% truth, yet the truth is out there for you to see if you only do the right research and also experiment in your body. How does it feel when you don't do what you love? How does it feel when you're not moving as much as you love? How does it feel when you're not feeling awesome? You're feeling awful. So how to go from awful to awesome? I would say, okay, this is a start by what you eat, okay? And I do get emotional and it's part of my training. It's part of my therapy, but it's mostly, it's part of, of who I am. And I'm sharing my authentic self with you. And that's why I'm here. So excited to just be in a room in a studio that is right now quiet, thankfully, in front of my laptop and, you know, just telling you from the heart, seriously, stay healthy for life because you are worth it and your life is worth it and your life is all you have right now on this earth. So no matter how you're feeling, I hope you're feeling great, but if you're not, you see I said but, <laughs> yet if you're not, there's something you can do starting today. So do whatever makes you feel really good and this is obviously non-scripted and we will continue with the article right away. <sighs> Breathe and cleanse your system. I'll be right back. Wow, it's so important to breathe, to cry, to let out whatever's there, whatever emotions. They may not be the most positive and happy emotions, even sometimes the sadness, the anger, the frustration, the impotence that I felt by not being able to help my dad to change his diet and to actually take that whole food smoothies and food that I know would have helped him a lot. But you know, again, excuse me for saying, but there is no but when it comes to your health. Your health is your health. And in about less than a minute, this is going to be ringing, you guys. Yes, we all have our dark sides. We all have our sadness, our challenges. And why isn't this ringing? Why isn't, oh, I don't know what it is. Anyway, that was 90 minutes of work. And so I'm going to set another 90 minutes and I'm measuring, oh, the thing is that something happened and I don't know if it's the battery or what it is. Uh, yes, I am timing myself and everything that I'm doing so that I know where my time is going and where I want my time to go because time is life. Whatever you do with your time is what you do with your life, really. So I am setting, how about 45 minutes instead of the usual 90 and then we'll do another 45. Okay, here we go. Cleanse your system. There are two types of fiber, soluble and insoluble. Soluble fiber helps lower blood glucose levels and LDL cholesterol. You can find it in, in oops, <laughs> you can find it in oatmeal, legumes, and some fruits and veggies. Insoluble fiber, on the other hand, offers more of a cleansing effect on your digestive environment. Find it in whole grains, kidney beans, and in fruits and veggies too. Fiber helps prevent one of the most common gut disorders. 
Fiber also plays a role in one of the most common digestive illnesses worldwide, diverticulitis, aka inflammation of the intestine. According to a 1998 study published in the Journal of Nutrition, eating insoluble fiber-rich food has been found to reduce the risk of diverticulitis by an impressive 40%. All the kraut or kraut, getting your fill of fermented foods. Fiber isn't the only all-star that starts with the letter F. Fermented foods can also be a key component of a diet that fuels gut health. These foods give your, your gut healthy living microorganisms to crowd out the unhealthy bacteria, improve absorption of minerals, and support overall health. Fermentation is a process that's been around for centuries. Our intrepid ancestors, ancestors <laughs> fermented foods to preserve them. Yes, here's how it works in a nutshell. Bacteria or yeast is added to a particular food and they feed on the natural sugars. These microorganisms create lactic acid or alcohol which help preserve the food. They also create probiotics as discussed above and other beneficial compounds. Amazingly, the fermentation process also adds additional nutrients to foods. Bravo! I love how they write and explain. Oh, fantastic. Sauerkraut or Schorkraut in German. Fermented cabbage with a distinctive flavor. Yummy! I have like three heads of cabbage that I'm going to make Schorkraut with. Sauerkraut is a staple in German cuisine. You can find it in most grocery and health food stores, but it's even better to stick with homemade or freshly fermented varieties to achieve the full nutrient value. Fermented cabbage is high in B vitamins and helps you absorb iron too. You can pile it on a carrot, add it to a German-inspired Buddha ball, or use it to season just about any grain, legumes, scramble, sandwiches, or vegetable dish. Tempeh, a traditional soy product that's been eaten for hundreds of years. Oh, I must say, I love chocolate. I love it. I make it very easily in my kitchen and I have not tasted tempeh. So let's read about it. A traditional soy product that's been eaten. Okay, so here's a picture. Fermented soy food is becoming easier to find these days. Oh good, I will find it soon. With more and more eateries offering it on their menus and more stores stocking it on shelves. Stocking it? Yes. And 24... Oh! Monica, breathe. I know it's been a lengthy and very emotional podcast, <laughs> yet here we are. A 2014 study published in the Polish Journal of Microbiology showed that this popular protein can increase healthy bacteria, including lactobacillus. Lactobacillus. How would you say that? Lactobacillus. Try eating tempeh on sandwiches, in salads, or as a plant-based bacon, in quotes, alternative. Unlike most fermented foods, however, tempeh should be thoroughly cooked before you eat it. And most people find that it needs a lot of seasonings to taste good because plain tempeh can be a bit bitter and very bland. As with all soy products, choosing organic is best if you can. Learn the truth about soy from John Robbins and then you can click on that article too. Okay, what's left of the article is very, very good. I think I'm going to have to do this on, you know, on a next podcast or have uh, some kind of um, way to stop it because it's becoming a little bit lengthy. And yes, this is so interesting. And we will read about the next one, which is kimchi, a spicy alternative to sauerkraut. 
A Korean alternative to sauerkraut or sauerkraut, kimchi is also fermented cabbage made with several different spices and ingredients. Common ingredients include salt, chili powder, onion, garlic, and ginger. It's sometimes traditionally made with a fish stock base, but it's easy to find a plant-based version, yay, in stores or to make your own at home. A 2014 study published in the Journal of Medical, no, <laughs> you see, I went a little too fast. The Journal of Medicinal Food, I, Medicinal Food, I love that, confirmed that kimchi is high in probiotics and is an excellent fuel for gut health. Other studies have shown that kimchi can help to fight cancer, obesity, aging, and constipation, while also contributing to your immune system, skin health, and brain health. Eat kimchi in bowls, wraps, or as a seasoning on just about anything. And we'll be back with more, either on this podcast or on a new one. I love this article. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. I'll be right back at least to say bye-bye or see you on the next one or whatever it is. Or I don't know what I'm going to do. But in this moment, I'm just feeling grateful. And I know that I have to get up and walk the dogs. So I got to go for now. I'll be back. Love you. Okay, I'm back. Yet I decided that this will be part one and the part two will come very soon and you'll have more ideas on what to eat. But right now, you know, it's all about more fruits, more vegetables, more grains, more legumes, more fermented foods, and yes, more fiber. Fiber is the key to our health, okay? Remember, eat and drink mostly plant-based towards vegan. Move around more, get physical, stretch, yes, dance, do something that makes you feel and come alive. And absolutely stay positive. Focus on what you can do, focus on what you have, and even focus on what you can give. Because you taking care of yourself, you being at your best, makes all the difference in the world. Yay! (laughs) Big hug. Love you so much. I appreciate you. Even if I don't know you directly, I know that you're listening for a reason and we are connected. But if you want to connect more, just look for me, Monica Sancio, Vegan Fit, wherever I am. And yes, I will be, I can't tell you yet. It's a surprise. For now, uh, yes, you could go review my podcast. It would be wonderful. And thank you in advance for those five stars. It means a lot to me right now, as well as your support. You can start with 99 cents already making a difference. 99 cents a month. Come on, be generous. (laughs) And even if it's not generous, it's okay. It's wonderful. I appreciate it. And the people that I give to are going to be appreciating it every, every time. So thank you. Thank you so much. Love and light. to apologize because I had said some word that somebody taught me and I guess he was wrong or maybe it's another language but in German we actually say sauerkraut so the same way that it's spelled that's the way they say it in Germany too as far as I checked in three pronunciation videos on YouTube and YouTube is awesome and let me invite you to my YouTube channel where I am about to publish my new weekly video 
And yes, there's always more, always more. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. And sorry about the mistakes that I make here and there. And I correct as many as possible. And you can always do your own research. But yeah, it's pronounced sauerkraut. And I now added a new link on the description about how to make it and how long it takes. I mean, some people are just so eager to eat it, including myself, and we want to eat it like the next day. But no, it's not the same three days and 16 or 20 days. So I link that for you if you're really curious like I am. And I am really working on making my best sauerkraut. So cheers to you and your health. Love you so much. And I'll see you also on my YouTube channel. Okay, it's tv.monicafit.com and or any other link that you may see in the description. Or maybe you can ask me on social media. And yes, uh, feel free to leave your voice message. It would be wonderful to listen to you and your suggestions. I'm here for you and I am just so enthusiastic about my work. So thank you for appreciating it and thank you for being here. It means the world to me. Thank you.